connect. Searching. Now connected to You Got a Story podcast. Why am I clapping? Whatever, whatever, whatever. It's fine. <coughs> You're... What's good, y'all? It's me, the host. O to the motherfucking T. Back again with You Got a Story podcast. A podcast about podcasts and everything else in the world going on. Ah, hi guys, I hope you guys are doing well, it's Sunday the 2nd, joined again by family of the show, OJ Patterson, thanks for joining us again brother. What's up, how are you? I'm okay, I'm okay, how are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see why, you know, uh, some, uh. Some, some big events are happening. Right. Awesome. right. So, um, you know, starting off, the world is going to be opening up soon. Um, How are you on that? What do you mean, like, like how I feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> I I can assume uh, your feelings about it. I'm saying how how uh, how vaxxed are you? <laughs> Definitely not vaxxed. <laughs> Wait, you haven't gotten your first shot? Uh-uh. Nah. So, you're saying, like, open up in theory. Because <laughs> you, you ain't going to be opening up for at least another month until you get your, uh, your first vaccine and then second vaccine and then two weeks after that. Are you just going to be like, hey, as long... As, as long as other people around me are vaccinated, I will take my chances. Are you one of those, uh, what they call like uh, freeloaders, as they call them in the vaccine world? Like, uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a logical plan to me, though. Um. <laughs> the <laughs> procedure that takes no uh, money and very little time. I will refuse to do it, but will require everyone else around me to do it. <laughs> and then I'll trick them <laughs> as if I'm one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to phrase it like that, sure. I mean, I look at it as I'm a B personality. And it seems you guys all want A's. Like, you were an A student. I'm pretty sure a lot of these vaccine people are uh, overachievers. So, I was so concerned. I had no idea what you were going with in terms of uh, your grading system. So, you're saying because you (laughs) have a... uh, First of all, (laughs) it's so easy to get A's. I don't understand this, like, this this identification Uh that it's hard. Sure. It's so uh, funny. It's so funny you say that, but you were never able to teach me how to do it. It's not a teach thing. There's what? no such thing as like teaching someone to be a hard worker in a system that's completely dependent on hard work. A system created to teach. It's don't get me started on education. It's not you know. It's it's not there to teach. It's there. It's there to teach you how the rest of your life's gonna be right. going to a place for eight hours a day, starting at eight or nine <laughs> in the morning, and then trying to figure out what to do with your time afterwards that feels restorative, and then waking up and doing it all over again. That's that's the true thing. Bells, lunch breaks. That's all some industrial revolution shit right there. Uh, but yeah, I can't teach you how to, uh, care, care about school. I don't think anyone can. Uh, well, thinking about back at it now, um, I think it's better for people like me to be taught not the value of education, just the value of learning a system. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's just like, like there was no passion to learn about Columbus and apparently I was right because we don't give a fuck about him now. So, 
Well, there's a difference between knowing what Columbus did and, and giving a shit about uh, why he did it or whatever. But let's go back to the vaccine. We've gotten on a tangent, <laughs> which you were... Uh, I hope you know what tangent is. Now I'm just... I'm just considering everything I say to you as a failure of the education system. <laughs> yeah. So I can't, I can't in good uh, in good authority say that you know anything apparently with that B student mindset. Uh-huh. What they they opened up. I don't want to date. You know, I, I know you probably do it this this the week of, but uh, I don't want to date this podcast. But it it it's been open for people. 16 and up for like a couple weeks, right? At least. Yeah, yeah it has. So you haven't gotten any notifications. You haven't like looked up like vaccinemyway.com or whatever <laughs> dumb website. You haven't gone to Dodger Stadium. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I've gotten done, emails. You've done nothing. You're right. Now I've gotten emails. That's about it. Is it because you don't have like mom or uh, someone who's <laughs> a little bit more pushy, a a student personality <laughs> about the vaccine? No, nah, seriously, seriously, like that's a deeper uh, conversation we can go into later. Um, mm-hmm. The balance out of what you need in your life in terms of mm-hmm. relationships, but um, that's that's part of it. You know, that's probably seventy percent of it. The other thirty percent is yo. Look, I can't ignore what I'm seeing out here. I can't ignore the stories that I hear from from even popular figures on you know p- big platforms to me, like Charlamagne the God and his stories and Wax's stories um, from their podcast. And 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 he said something to the effect. Oh, he actually no. I'm quoting him right verbatim. He said his physicians aren't even taking this vaccine at least for a year. Wait, what? I don't. I don't get it. I didn't hear what you said, but also I don't get it. What what did you say? <laughs> like, like his his doctors who he goes to for medical advice, they, they said mm-hmm. they're not going to take their vaccine. They said um, they're going to wait a year and then then they're going to participate. So if if you know doctors are saying this, right? Like, why aren't why aren't we paying attention to them? Like, why are we ignoring? Like, it's, it, it'd be different if like for me, I want to take Russia's vaccine. I'd rather take theirs. They have, like, a 98% success rate, I think. Like, I heard this on the Flavor 2 podcast from um, Akash, Akash Singh, comedian. He was like, they, it's a 98% success rate. All right, bet. I would rather take theirs because, honestly, they made their vaccine for their citizens. So I know they're not going to wipe themselves out. America's vaccines, the capitalist vaccines, it's a little harder for me to trust because you didn't make this for us. You made it just a just that make money and therefore after we're done with it you're just going to sell it to all these other other countries too like the the the, the mexico's of the world and brazil and and africa and india in fact i think what three hundred thousand people in india are, are covid high rate right now like with people infected and that's because that i'm not going to say that's because like i know but according to our case our conscious information they sold all of their vaccines to america so I think like 7% of India is vaccinated. And that's why they have this huge thing. So it's like, you know. Uh, I, I don't know nothing about India or Russia or <laughs> your, 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 your podcast sources and their doctors that you don't know. I, I find it very funny what people who don't believe like the status quo or whatever, what, where they're, what they find reasonable. Like, it's like, I don't trust Facebook, but I will go on piratebay.com and get me like 40, 40 bootleg albums of mixtapes that I don't need. But God forbid, uh, <laughs> I, I trust uh, Facebook or MySpace or anything like that. Like it's, I can understand any reticence based on, I don't know, personal experience based on, uh, you know, historical evidence, but that's never what they quote. It's always just like, 
I heard a guy that I trust because he's funny most of the time that I listen to on the podcast. <laughs> and he said that this guy said, and it's just like, not only are you talking to someone who is like, you're, you're taking advice from people who have a completely different stratosphere of experiences than you. <laughs> like they have more resources. They have more money. They have a bigger network. Uh, they also, their entire job is to say nonsense. <laughs> is it, there'd be, it'd be something if it was Dr. Charlemagne the God who <laughs> became yeah, a virologist. Exactly. They call Dre Dr. Dre. Like that's pointless. Those titles don't mean nothing. It's, he's not even an honorary Dr. Charlemagne the God. He's a guy. <laughs> so you might right. as well just be talking to like, I don't know. Anybody basically <laughs> basing your information on, and if that's your basis of reality, then it's like, all right, we're not even we're not even talking about the same thing because I can't. I'm not gonna listen to a four hour podcast to comes out twice a week enterprise that you're connected to to like try to refute your claims that you don't even know first hand. Like it's just too complicated to come in with any type of uh, consensus because, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with people making their own decisions and I'm perfectly fine with people, you know, living their own lives. But like, dog, you are, <laughs> you, you are going to find a situation very soon because like I know people who got theirs back in, in February I know people who got their I got mine in like April 10th and you're just going to have a lot of situations where it's not that people are going to be questioning you but <laughs> it's just going to be like it would be like, oh, yeah, man, I heard some terrible things about seatbelts. And someone's just like, yeah, word. And he's like, yeah, I heard someone got decapitated. It was gnarly. I'm, I'm never going to wear a seatbelt in my life. And they're like, all right. And then you dress, go around, not wearing a seatbelt. You you, and you don't, you don't even get, you don't even get, uh, you don't even, there's nothing there's no calamity when you get like if you get into a wreck you're perfectly fine you're healthy you're good right until you're in a until you're in a car with someone and that fucking bell starts ringing that's just like ding 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 your passenger won't put on a seatbelt so I'm giving you an alarm and then the person next to you who's driving is going to say put your seatbelt on and then you're going to say Hey man, I'd rather just sit in the back, treat you like a chauffeur, because I'm still gonna be in this car. <laughs> I'm still gonna go to all the potlucks. I'm still gonna go to all the bars. You gonna you gonna wait another? You gonna self quarantine for a year just so you can say I got the Dostoevsky pandemic. Uh, Cure all. I got the Rasputin quarantine fixer up there. Mm. That's what you're going to do. You're going to be like out there with the little fuzzy hat going, hey, 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 hey. Uh -huh. But see, I'm not, I'm, it's not like I'm going to be up in people's faces like, you know, how everyone's excited what the vaccine is going to do. I'm going to. You know, I'm I'm six feet apart anyway. I've been living like that anyway, so I'm 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 not as animated if I don't want to be. If and especially mm -hmm. like it's not a go-to factor. It's fun to it's fun to be the life of the party, but I don't need to be that. Like I can just be a, the the observer if I want to be. And six feet apart, mask up. I don't mind that. I don't mind you not seeing my face. You are go. You are you. This is this is laziness. <laughs> being portrayed as if you are uh, doing it for moral reasons. And I'm going to let you know when that FOMO hits, 
And people are still going to be, um, you know, there's going to be selfies with people who care more about the vaccine than you do. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, oh, well, you know, I just, I guess, I guess the sheeple got a sheep. <laughs> and it's going to be like, it's going to be like your brother and your mom in a cute photo. So what are they, some, some, some situation that you wish you could be in that, um, she, you know, they won't let you participate in because you're not, you're not, uh. You're not taking it seriously. You're not doing the steps to be a part of society. You think that you can just ride this out. And you know what I know what you're going to do, though? You're going to. Tell me. You're, you're, you're going to. You're going to straight up lie. <laughs> There's going to be. You're going to be at a bar, like outside. Because, you know, I'm not probably not, like not going to go fully integrated until like August, September. But you're going to go to like a nice little function. Nice little place with a bar uh, outside, and you're gonna you know, yeah, hey, child, and she's she's like, oh, hey, how you doing? And then you guys chop it up a little bit. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got you know, she starts telling this anecdote about some fool who tried to get the Russian vaccine, uh, and he got he ended up you know uh, turning into the Winter Soldier, and then. <laughs> Uh, you gotta treat that like, oh yeah, that's cool. And she's like, oh, but you're vaxxed, right? And then you gotta be like, ooh, because you didn't put the time in to just be a part of the social construct. You oh, opted, to, you opted to say, I'm gonna wait a year. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a year. I opted to because of a podcaster's probably fake anecdote. Well, that's, that's, well, first off, that's the kind of the unwritten rule that at least you hope the people on the podcast are speaking their truth and they won't mislead the public, right? Um, the, the truth is they don't have to be <laughs> accurate. Exactly. They don't have to be, but you hope that they do. They have the people. In Wait, them to... what podcast Bill of Rights are you <laughs> referring <laughs> to <laughs> as like the, the, ethical way to do a podcast people lie in podcasts all the time yeah i'm lying right now (laughs) i didn't you didn't go to a place and meet up with a girl who was asking about your vax card yeah i just said that you were foreshadowing that though that's not a that's not like you can look that up yeah but i'm not basing that on like you know it's really important that we uh we do uh a lot, you know, which is real ethical with our podcasting. You know, we people listen to these things. They come to us for information. Like, I mean, yeah, I could have said I got my vaccine on the ninth, <laughs> and I really got it on the tenth. Who cares? Your mistake. I mean, yeah, but is he making a mistake? Is Charlamagne God a person who's like his whole thing is like? I didn't even look at me. It's like you know. He's, he presents himself as an authority on things. Is does he? Is he? He's not even probably even operating from a point of like, oh, this is my truth. He's just like, I'm just saying this shit. Because why wouldn't he? That's the um, whole point on. of podcasting. Is that hold on a second, OJ? You're breaking up a little bit. I like, can't hear you. Whatever. It's it's however you think. Hey, it'll hello, go. Would you What's say? Up? I didn't hear you after you said Charlemagne was an authority figure. If, if he I, presents himself as an authority. I mean, everybody presents himself as an authority. There's a certain brand of like radio host, podcaster that's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm right, or I said this in such a convincing way that you, you know, believe me or whatever. But they're not like educators. They're they probably can they, they probably though? they probably present themselves as like thought leaders, which is different than. Having an educated opinion. Oh, okay. Education came from research, and thought leader came from the educating. Thought leader is just like someone who's like interesting enough to make you like want to listen to them, mm-hmm. and might have like an idea that's worthwhile, but they're not. You know, what are we even talking about here at this point? Because <laughs> their personalities. Exactly, and they, and they and they never go beyond that. They always say, at least Charlemagne. When I hear him, he always says, hey, "I'm just a radio personality. What do I know?" Type of type of vibe. So it's like, and you are basing your lifestyle on that. I'm basing my lifestyle on his connections. On yeah, but 
He said, he said, hey, I'm just a radio personality. And you heard, hey, I'm a doctor. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, no. I, you, you literally said, not only did you say, oh, he's a doctor, or he could give you medical advice secondhand. You said, hey, he, he, he don't be lying. He said, I'm a personality. You heard, I'm the most reputable person you've ever had in your life. <laughs> wow. He's just he's adding layers to this every time. It's like, I'm your new dad, Charlemagne the God. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm your non-genetic father, Charlemagne the God. And I'm telling you right now, don't get the vaccine. Mm. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Wow. Nah, I mean, you know, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not, it's not my opinion. You're the one not getting vaccinated right now. But you're the, the one that's, you're saying that's two I'm, shots back. I'm about to be out here on a wave runner eating a hot dog. And you're going to be in the side like, yep, this is just how it is for us. Persecuted, non-vaccinated people. I, yeah, I, I, you know what it is too? Because, um. Word of mouth is still the fastest traveling information, right? No, it's not. Yeah, what it are you is. talking about? It is. Word of mouth yeah. is the fastest. Yeah. It's not fiber. It's not fiber optics. It's not. That's a part of it. It's <laughs> not. Text, texting is word of mouth, if you want to be honest. Like, it's, okay. thought, of, it's thought of mouth. Okay. Yeah. Continue to cook, young chef. Oh, thank you. So... That being said, it's like I forgot it. I lost it. I'm not gonna lie. What was I saying? What was the last thing I said? You were talking about word of mouth as Oh yeah, being the fastest thing. Yeah, okay, so there you go. Thank you. So word of mouth is still the fastest form of communication. So So if he's having if it's just his life he's living and the people he's interacting with, the doctors he's asking the questions to are telling him this. You know, I don't have to take it as foolproof, like, truth, but, you know, I can take it at least with a grain of salt with my decision-making that, oh, this person is talking to somebody, a, a thought leader is talking to an educator, and now is transferring that information to us, yeah. the listeners. But it, I guess I'm just coming from a perspective of, like, I know everybody and everything is biased, you know, but... I I know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It feels like finding an irrefutable proof for you doesn't come with that. Like, you're not saying, like, oh, yeah, Charlotte may be biased or untrustworthy as a radio personality. Like, every source I have of information, like, as vetted as it is, is, like, um, you know, Whatever, as journalistically integral as it is, or whatever, mm-hmm. I know that like you know, there's money exchanging, and it's, it's just like double check it if you really want to. But it sounds like you don't even, <laughs> you don't even like go that far as like, oh, this might be a a, a good source, but not the best source. You, you just say like, this is the best source because it confirms what I believe. <laughs> no, okay, so that's great. That's a great. Point uh, to point out, great. Uh, but I don't want to interrupt you. If you if you have any more to add, please do. No, <laughs> you That's tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> so that is a great thought, and I counter that by saying that's why I keep myself open to um, multitudes of podcasts that have opposite opinions of the same issue. Like I listen to Joe Budden podcast as well, and mind you. Flagrant two people they they got vaccinated like our cast got vaccinated Andrew got vaccinated so with these opinions that they're saying about it aren't aren't biased to uh, they're biased to get you to get a vaccine so therefore telling us Russia has a better vaccine is not going to help the situation so therefore what but yeah it's, uh, to me that anyway um, so wait 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 let's start let's 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 co let's let's put it all together there's a lot okay. of pieces you dropped right there so what so what was the people you listened to that did get vaccinated what did they say did they encourage you to wait like Charlemagne did um so no they said to do it and yeah um joe budden did get it uh-huh um, 
I think Rory Rory got it as well. Maul has yet to still have it, but they all treat they all still hang out with each other in the same room. Yeah, because they're at work. Nah, but I'm saying like (laughs) I'm just saying that's how people work. Yeah, but work together. Like during the pandemic, even before the vaccine, even after, they've always worked together. They've always kept their distance, and they've always been safe. And if they anybody has been sick, they're just honest enough to stay home for two weeks. So. That being said, when they are talking about it, like Joe Budden was talking about Johnson and Johnson because he got it, or uh, and so he was like, "Nothing I could do now. I already took the vaccine." Mm. But and, you know, when they started to recall them, so you know, when you see that in real time, you see that on the brother's face, like, "Fuck, I, I already got what they're talking about, and and now I have to sit in it." And and how can I encourage people to get what I had, what I just take, what I have just taken when they're recalling it? So that's even an even a thought right there is. Like he's already conflicted, and therefore, all he can do is talk about it, and not yeah. give a biased opinion about taking it or not. It's all about our choice. Yeah, but it's also like you're not. <laughs> well, no one's telling you to get specifically the Johnson and Johnson recall shot. <laughs> I, uh, that's not what I saw, uh, or that's not what I heard from your discussion about Charlemagne saying wait a year. He didn't say yeah. I'm waiting a year to take the Russian Johnson and Johnson. Okay, well, Charlamagne didn't say he wait, he was waiting a year. He said his physicians are. That's what. Okay, so is he getting the vaccine? I don't know, but he's waiting. Just sounds <laughs> like we all are apparently. But I, I but I know his doctors aren't. And yeah, and, and from a doctor's perspective, I 100 percent get it. Like they're looking at it the way I the way I probably look at it as this is a capitalist company. Like we have Johnson and Johnson baby powder making our vaccine. Like come on, like let's let's wait for the real professional vacciners to get into the mix. I I would like you to talk to an actual doctor before <laughs> you continue to say the doctors say. <laughs> Cause you're not even referring to your own doctor. I didn't say the doctor said that. No, I you're said, saying can... Charlemagne the God said his doctor said that they're waiting. But right. Again, fucking who? Uh, uh, doctor Boogaloo Shrimp? Like, you don't know these people. I thought a doctor was universal for an educated uh, educated individual. Yeah, but from, in, the, in the mouth of uh, a comedian or he's not a personality, comedian, he's a personality, whatever the hell he is, it's just like, all right, so like, not only did you say like, oh yeah, I'm listening to other people's ideas about the vaccine or whatever, You've presented it in a way that's just like, oh, um, you know, I'm making an educated decision for me, but I have multiple points of information that shows that the people I listen to for information are doing the opposite of me. (laughs) And the only thing that I've heard about in regards to what I want to do is secondhand doctor information from one person? Mm-hmm. Did any did anybody else flagrant to any of those your other uh, programs? Did they say, "Oh, I'm, I'm their doctors said to wait a year," or their doctor said they're waiting? The doctors are waiting a year. Did anybody else say that? Say just say yes or no. Say yes or no. <laughs> it is a no, yes or no. All right. No, okay. I just want to let you, want to let you know it took us twenty eight minutes. <laughs> By my count, for this, for us to reach this, uh, this juncture, <laughs> I don't mind it. It's not my podcast. I just want to let the, the audience know that I'm looking at my time code. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since we started this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, uh, I don't. I, I can't help how I present things because I'm not presenting anything how. It, anything other than how I'm just saying. I don't, I'm just talking, bro. Like, I, I always, I, I, I'm I, on the same tip as everybody else. I'm just, uh, I'm a, I'm an artist and trying to make content and that's it. Like, I, I know taxes, I know financial stuff a little bit and yeah, man. I don't know. I trust the people. Um, not trust them, I believe. I just, I just, you know, I, do, I would rather just wait Anyway, like, and, and anything else aside, like, if you're asking me personally, like, my personal opinion, based on my, you want to hear my real? I'm not the first in the slaughter, period. 
when honestly that's honesty i'm not a, a test dummy i'm not a gimmicky hamster i'm not about to get um poke prodded for nobody y'all gotta figure that out before i, uh, I, I jump in the ring and I'm not saying I'm anti-vaxxer. I never said I was anti-vaxxer. But I'm not taking everybody's shit. I'm not just eating everybody's food. <laughs> I'm just not. So, so yeah. Um, power to everybody. And I, and I, you know, my mom has it. Our mom has it. Sorry. Um, you know, I hope everyone's everyone's safe and everyone um, it, it works out. Um, but I'm not going to be the first to the slaughter. I'd rather be seven steps behind. That, that's, that's fine. I think it's just... There's an element of it that is just like, and maybe I'm I'm projecting, but I was taking a real long time just because it seemed like there were so many different hoops to jump through, and then just like not that I had it was like a a line, but it's like oh do you have this this and this do you work with this industry and like honestly. Couldn't answer it, so it didn't feel necessarily ethically, um, not I mean, quote unquote, allowed. Mm-hmm. But it it didn't fall in line with what I wanted to do uh, at that particular time. But you know, I got different priorities than you, dog. I got yeah. a different network than you, so I am just going, you know, get my shot, second shot in a little bit. Get inoculated. Go hang out with some friends. Uh, you know. Did you feel uh, sick? Fun, how was fun. it? Hmm. Not sorry. Not sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. How did? How was it? How was my shot? Yeah. Uh, the first. I mean, I only have one so far. The first. It. it, it Sucked. The, well, no. It, the thing about it that like, and not to get too. Um, not to present it in a way that's like, oh, like this this happened. This is this is just another thing that I'm going through or whatever. But like, <clears throat> like is. getting the flu shot sucked more. <laughs> know what I mean, like well. getting getting like booster shots as a kid sucked more. Getting like having pneumonia and having to get like x-rays and stuff like other medical stuff sucks I got like an infection in my toe right now that I can't even I think it's they think it's an ingrown thing I can't get to the doctor until the 20th. They got me going to podiatrist on the 20th for this This thing they got me on antibiotics that sucks more than the booster shot, because it's ultimately or the uh, the vaccine. I got the Modern. I'm part of the Moderna family, and um, okay, I I know the second one's gonna come back, and it's gonna probably kick my ass more than the first shot. But I'm getting it on Saturdays, and Saturdays are my rest days anyway. So I just can prepare myself more because the first time I took a flu shot as an adult, I did that like a couple of years ago. It was disgusting. I felt terrible. <laughs> and they just said it so casually, like, girl, you want to go for the flu shot? Like I was there because I was like, oh, do I have, like, let's, let's this mole. Do I have cancer? Let's do a physical. Right. And then I go there and then it's just like, hey, by the way, you want a flu shot? They were making it seem like it was like, you know, like when you get a, like a pre-order at a GameStop and they're just like, hey, man, you want this D- DLC? And I was like, yeah, I want that DLC. I want to get uh, the I want to get the, the 80s button. version of, of <laughs> Tony Hawk in this video game. Sure, man. I think with the vaccine is just like knowing everybody's experience and then also knowing kind of like how to time it out um it's uh it's it anything that i would feel about it is just like me being like oh like if i would have gotten covid this probably would have happened like you know times a million so i'm just glad that Hmm. i i can get this uh 
taken care of. Because the thing is, is like with any virus, it'll probably continue to persist and mutate and things like that. And, you know, it's not over once you get two shots, you know. But putting yourself in the best position to handle not only the ramifications of being vaccinated, but also just like taking taking care of yourself, you know, going to the doctor, getting health wise, pushing yourself to do things that may be uncomfortable. I think that was a huge thing for me personally, because it was just like, you know, not that I was like fretting it, but I think there was an element for me and I was just like, well, I work remote. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't have any real like obligations. I'm not trying to get on an airplane anytime soon. I think a huge part of me is just always trying to minimize stress. <laughs> 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 like I hate anxiety and I hate being like put upon. So anything that can just like let me look at my phone, um, let me eat, stress eat. Uh, I'd rather go that route. Uh, I don't know if that's laziness or if that's just like, you know, kind of depressive, manic, whatever, mental health stuff. But knowing that I also had like the resource with Mel and she like drove me up and all this stuff. Like I know I'm speaking from a place of privilege and also a mentality that like pushed me to get the vaccine faster. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like, you know, my, my lifestyle includes other people and and other things that um, I want to do and and I want to the ultimate thing is like I want to I want to get to the point that I start I want I want the I want to start processing the trauma is why I'm getting it all early and done fast because I know for a fact that this situation changed me as a person and my, my threshold for people and, and my boundaries and, and I have to recalibrate that as well as like, you know, I just moved into a new house, got a, you know, congratulations. Thank you. So it's just like, there's a lot going on that if I let the parameters of the quarantine, uh, be the dominant thing, I'll get less done. Hmm. And that's what, and that's why you say you want the vaccine, so you're not doing that. So I keep it moving. We got shit to do. It's 2021. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Right, right. We're holding on. Like you, I can understand unconsciously holding on to the, uh, the pandemic as like a, a frame of reference, but like the more things open up, the more the more not I feel comfortable, but it's just like we we have to do so much work after all this, you know? And I'm not I'm not trying to like I get too stressed out being like someone being like, hey, you wanna hang out? <laughs> cause it's just like I have less of a reason to do now because I don't I'm not fully inoculated, but it's just like as that stuff starts coming out more and just people want you more in their lives, like to be honest, I'm not letting you in my house till you get the vaccine. So if that's gonna be a year, I'll see you in a year. It's been a while. As much. I I miss you. I I, I love your very. Uh, it's like hugging uh, a metal version of Mario, like uh, uh, from Super Mario when he hits the the metal thing from Mario 64 and he gets all metal. You're very uh, you're very strong. You have great muscles, great tones. You see, you can really feel it when I hug you. <laughs> and I'm just going to have to, like, not have that in my life for a while. I'm just going to, you know, I have a, you know, I want you to hang out with Sandy. That, it just seems like you're not putting <laughs> the work in to do that. So I don't want you to get sick, even though, you know, me and Sandy be uh, footloose and fancy free hanging out with you. I just don't want you to worry about getting, you know, uh, the the covid so i'm just gonna uh i'll see you 
I'll bring you a slice of pie on Thanksgiving. I don't know if there's any other natural times for us to get together, hang out. Uh, you know, I'll send you my address for you to send my birthday presents. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. No, and I appreciate that. Uh, you know, look, being concerned about what my well-being. Um, yeah, man. Nah. Um, the we don't. We also just don't know about the side effects either. Oh, I get it, man. I get it. Everybody, everybody wants to get outside. Um, and I guess my lifestyle is a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, I just recently uh, gotten. I got an opportunity to work from home as well. Um. So. That I, that's at least six months, at but least. Can we also say? You weren't taking the pandemic that seriously anyway. Okay, first of all, if there's a difference. Okay, because I heard, thinking back on that conversation we had, bro, put me in a real crazy light. A real crazy light. You made it sound like I was fucking, I don't even know. Like, I was just out here like a celebrity on, like, going from state to state, recording at this location, and then going, hopping in Atlanta, going to that location to record. Like, no, bro. Like, I'm not going to clubs. Like, I'm not hanging out extens- extensively. Like, I'm, uh, if anything, I was more a scientist with this pandemic about calculating my risk and reward factors. I, all, all I know is uh, you had a full-on, full-ass relationship pop off <laughs> during the panty. And uh, that, I don't know if that, uh, maybe just like the thrill. Maybe it's just like the potential danger of catching a deadly disease. I don't know. I can't. I can't I speak like to the things the that you do. I, like I can't speak to the things that you do. I can't speak to the person that you are. I I, I know what I know, but you've mm. let me know. I do you know you you said that under the duress. I said <laughs> something. We were sharing. It was nice. And then you was just like, oh yeah, you know, I had the blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? So there's probably stuff you won't even share with me. Um, you were at like a, a kissing booth, uh, <laughs> spitting in each other's mouths. I don't know what wow. you were doing. Wow, you were out in these streets alone. It just seems like you didn't. You, to to put it in the perspective of like, nah, man, I don't understand. You know, we don't know the side effects, but we, you know, there might be a better one out there. And it's just like, where was this energy six months ago? <laughs> where was this caution? A full relationship ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, oh, man. <laughs> I see one thing if you were like, yeah, I have a hazmat suit I take to the cleaners every <laughs> every week. Well, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, she was on top of uh, her, you know, uh, COVID. Is she vaccinated? Being, Do you know? Uh, have you seen know. her on Instagram with the card? So, um, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> uh, but, nah, I mean, hey, listen. We're here now. 2021's coming. The world's about to open up. Um, I'm going to say, 2021 is here, dog. Yeah, but it doesn't really happen unless we're outside experiencing it. Like, like Yeah, and I guess I wonder what would contribute to doing that. You're right, but I'm I'm comfortable <laughs> with being home. It's fine, yeah. and if I if it's risky enough, if it's like if it's like uh, if it's worth it, mm-hmm. the the event that I want to go to, like, what would you risk a deadly disease for? Now that we've said the timeline is like a year and Russia, what 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 what, what would you? Consider breaking quarantine unvaccinated for. Well, I already, I already did it for women, so I guess we can put women. Okay, so half the population, <laughs> 3.5 billion <laughs> reasons to get the disease confirmed. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gambling 50-50. Um, other than that, that's it, though. Like, it, it, I'm not... That's funny. I have a friend now who's who had this... Same situation. Friend's birthday was coming up. Um, he came. He came up to visit to 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 the L.A. area, and 
he had to make a choice if he was going to go out to their birthday dinner and go out to their club that was going to be at full capacity this weekend or not. And um, he wasn't vaccinated, and uh, he had he has a big thing coming up, and so he had to like you know ask him. So he hit me up just to just to I guess hear my advice on it. Um, Doctor, uh, <laughs> Doctor to the motherfucking T. And so, yeah, that was his dilemma. He had to come to a decision of what he decided to do. I don't know, but, you know, that was... Hey, you can't start a... You can't start a story like that. (laughs) I need to know. I need you to text him right now. (laughs) Not, yeah, my friend was just like, should I go, uh, you know, uh, uh, bungee jumping uh, over a volatile... active volcano and I was like dog you know you know I'm the geologist Dr. Ortavius uh, so uh, yeah and then I don't know if he died in the volcano or not <laughs> he actually hasn't texted me back in a while like I called him twice yeah I think his phone fell in the vi- I don't know why he brought the phone on the bungee cord <laughs> right good pictures of course uh, well I'll text him we'll see if he texts back before the end of this episode um, but yeah, man, I I get it. I am just, you know, I'm me personally. I'm not in a rush to be around people anyway. Um, you know, we 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 don't mix well um, until I vet them, and that takes time. And that you know, one person at a time takes a while. So, in terms of like you know, hanging out with people, I'm probably not going to do that until July, August, September anyway. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where the vaccines are then, um, how they how they're moving. Um, yeah, man. But other than that, bro, I don't. I'm, I'm about to just build, bro. I'm just working on the portfolio. I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and do that. Um, work, look at the world, you know, as it is, and and um, yeah, and just t- take this new job in stride. And yeah, I hope you, <laughs> I hope you 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 get that. Uh, yeah, I guess it's different for me because no one's hitting me up to hang out. I mean, they're because <laughs> like yeah. they know your ass ain't getting no fucking vaccine until 2022. Right. You just you, you, I, I can't imagine you leading with that information and <laughs> getting any type of positive response. Now, granted, you know, uh, it, uh, we could just have completely different social networks and situations. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I wonder why no one's yes. hit me to hang out with the unvaxxed guy. Who gets his information from podcasts about whether he could get vaxxed or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'll I'll uh I'll definitely be watching you guys from my phone. I'll definitely be on Twitter and Instagram looking at your stories, man. Yeah, sad. He used to like he used to, he used to be so full of life. <laughs> he used to go out. <laughs> now you're on Instagram and Twitter. He said Instagram and Twitter. Like it's a, like it's the same. <laughs> he waiting for people to post at a party. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for people to go live. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna live vicariously through him, man. I'm because I'm honestly like, honestly, bro, like I'm, and I'm under the impression of foreshadowing that. Of is that a real sentence? I'm under the impression of foreshadowing. Um. Yes. The the vocabulary math is that you're not quite sure, but you are presuming that this will happen. Huh. I guess. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um. I'm. Yeah. Foreshadowing that the world's like when they first open it up, it's gonna be like it's gonna be chaos. It's gonna be like a stock hitting ultimate highs, higher than it's ever reached in history because. You know, we've been cooped up the way we have been, and have we? Finally, I, yeah. I think I think there will be some major events that feel pretty, you know, uh, substantive. But people have been out, you know, like I know, you know, these vaccines may have just started rolling out for people our age, but old people with all that disposable income <laughs> have been running around, maskless in the beginning, maskless. To now, Maxless, when they got their vaccine, like, I think the whole bulk of us are slowly trickling into that pool. But, like, the pool's been open. It's been Adult Swim. <laughs> and they've been having a great time. Uh-huh. 
I think I think we part of us wants to imagine like a a big explosion of like socialness, but I think everybody's just gonna be real cautious about it because of people like yourself not getting vaxxed and mm-hmm. uh, not making it a priority to to be even just like uh, in in the opening documents of the social contract. You're not we're not even asking you to initial. We're saying, like, look it over, find your backside, do something. <laughs> and you're just like, mm-mm, nope, I might get a paper cut. Um, <laughs> so I think a lot of people, like, I'm only hanging out with people confirmed vaxxed. And, and, like, even then, it's just going to be a lot of, like, one-on-one, two-on-two. Like, it's <laughs> Very basketball based, three on three. Like it's just like my, I'll probably top, probably top out at like 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 five people in the same area, you know. And I'll probably be like a lot of masks and a lot mm-hmm. of like still sanitizing stuff because that's yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me. All it, these restrictions, I like freedom. I like freedom so much. You like freedom so much that you might as well just live in the woods, because you, you're just you're just you're just speaking about like uh, this thing as like it's it's um, you know do you want tomatoes on your hamburger? <laughs> it's just like I don't think I don't think we're eating the same food, dog. I don't. We think. aren't. Technically, you're a vegan. Yeah, like what you mean? I'm so me. Yeah, so it's just, uh, you know. Man, I feel y'all, man. Go ahead, sorry. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from my perspective of, um, you know, it's, it, there are moves to make while the larger, like, the fog of war hasn't been lifted, you know? It's like, you're playing a top-down strategy game, and you're like, "Oh, I could build this resource, or I could not." Right? And then it's just like most people be like, oh, "It doesn't really matter at this point in the game. <laughs> you're not, they're not trying to conquer you. You're not trying to conquer them. It's fine." Right? Mm. Very deep nerd terminology here, game design terminology, but. <laughs> Anyone who's played those type of games or any game like that, or resource management games, just know that it's just like victory is not guaranteed for anything that you want to do, you know? But there are people and infrastructure that you could be cynical and like pessimistic about, but like, you know, you were born into that. You were born into. It's not like you were like a little baby and then went to poke you with a noodle and you went, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> right? We just have a little bit more awareness now because like we pay bills or whatever, but we're still little babies uh, being processed through this, this specific time in this specific place. So like you can present yourself and be in the headspace of like, well, I don't want I don't want to be a little baby. I am a toddler now. I'm going to walk away from this. But mm. to bring it back <laughs> to the video game analogy, like if you're in the game, I'd rather maximize everything that like feels natural and real about my experience to put myself in the best positions to play the game the way I want to. And I know there's a huge part of you that's super fucking social. So it's just going to be fascinating from afar uh, fragmented based on your uh, withholding ass <laughs> lack of information about how you're going to navigate that because like you are too needy to be by yourself all the time. <laughs> That's why I work so hard to take to learn how to take care of myself because I figured out weakness in myself too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. A, it's needy. it's not a, a weakness. I think I think there. You know, it's a it's a different conversation altogether. But I think there's just ways people are and ways people feel <clears throat> that are natural to them that 
reinforces their reality and their relationship to the world. And your reality and your relationship to the world is you need a lot of attention and you're an extrovert and you need people to show up for you and you need to feel like you can ask people for anything. And good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) With your non-needle ass. Good luck with that. (laughs) Thank you. You know, you know, I I do enjoy our conversations, you know, Uh, I really do. You're, you're one of the few that know how to how to challenge me um, mm-hmm. and, and and not back down. And people notice that, you know, people notice that and they respect you for it. So and I appreciate you for it. And um, there's something I wanted to say about that. Um, nah, so ah, fuck, I forgot it. But nah, yo, I do. I do appreciate <laughs> I do appreciate you, you know, showing up for these episodes. Definitely. Um yeah, I really wish I would have. I wish there were some more compliments I wanted to give you, but I can't seem to find them. It's always hard. <laughs> it's always hard to find those. Um, but I don't want to take too much of your time, man. I know you're busy. You know, you're a how you're a homeowner. Um, you know, I know you want to get back to painting your walls and getting your flower pots ready to grow your harvest for this for the winter. So I guess. I guess we can close out. Um, I mean, just because we talked about Joe Budden earlier. Um, oh, actually, no, no, no. That's what it was. Ah, see, I wanted to go back and say I appreciate our conversations because you know I'm I'm always hint, I'm, I'm always finding a, a gem, and you said some things in there that was that was you know good thought provoking um, ideas about society and how we go through the game of life that is controlled by these entities around us, right? And you're right. Like, I mean, we're always babies. Like, we even die babies. Like, we're old. Like, we grow up to just revert back to our normal, to our baby adolescent selves. But you're you're right. You know, it's 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 how do you want to be the best for the kid? How do you want your character to be in this game? And do you want it to have all of those power reps and special abilities and all that stuff? So, no, that's a good analogy. I appreciated that. That it won't make me get the vaccine any faster, but. So like an NPC. Uh, if you understood what I was saying, you would play the game better. You're like, no, no, no. Shut your NPC ass up. Like I still would have played the game my way, but no, I do. I do. Re- I, I am reading your your your, your gamefacts.com information. <laughs> so, so I do appreciate it. Um, and you know, just to close off the Joe Button podcast, it, link, it looks like they're back together as friends, right? They all came back together. I know we mm-hmm. discussed that earlier. And it was just um, um, just this one quote. I, we can't talk about everything that I wrote down about it. Um, it has to be for another podcast, mm-hmm. another conversation. But something that Roy said on the Joe Button podcast episode that he returned to uh, recently was, male friends need to talk more. And I just wanted that. I don't know. just wanted that to be in there. We don't have, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah, okay. We don't got to talk about it. It was just something I thought was interesting that, you know, we don't do that as males. We don't have to talk about our brothers. <laughs> and we talk, uh, you know, I, we talk as, we talk not at all. And it's great for us because that's how we're, we are, though. Like, um, But it, it, it does something I noticed that, you know, I didn't know, know more about your house because of mom than you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know, what is, like, just really quick. Just really quick, hopefully that didn't mess up. Um, just really quick, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Male friends need to talk more. Like, uh, yeah, I think it's important. <laughs> I think a lot of it is circumstantial. To, like, I mean, not to portray relationships as uh, inhibitor of anything, but <clears throat> you, you. You definitely your your priorities can shift in such a way that like the way we communicate as men is not conducive for that. <laughs> like I think there's a lot of posturing and bravado that mm-hmm. removes um, a level of care, a level of sentimentality that the conversation naturally needs to have. For for good or for bad, I'm sure that 
psychologically to have a compartmentalization of the people that you talk reckless with versus like the people that you work with versus the people that you live with. Like it's mm-hmm. all probably, you know, a smorgasbord, yeah, a buffet of <laughs> human experiences. That's just like, you know, could you do with a little bit more salad? Probably. Could I do with a little bit more, you know, sushi rolls or, um, okay. Whatever. Probably. But okay. I think there's also, uh, there's like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy with a lot of male communication from my perspective of just like, oh, we boys, we got to like stick together. But like, we ain't talking about shit. Like I know people that I've known since I was like nine that I still talk to. And um, we only talk about video games. <laughs> we only talk about like crazy music that we're listening to. Like we're the, and it's that's good for our relationship. But if I put it on him, then I just like, hey man, we really, <laughs> hey man, dog. I'm just saying, it's hard out here. Like we've had like heart to hearts, and it's been kind of predicated based on like things that are going on in their lives, and you just want people to know that you're there, and that's perfect. But once I start, I call it like the sitcom effect. Once you start like trying to make like cute, like just dudes into like some like lifelong, like, like whatever, you know, like Cheers or Frasier or just like something that goes on <laughs> for 10 years. The Simpsons, it's just like, it's not only forced and it's also kind of a relic of a bygone era, you know, I don't think. I don't think I'll have anybody in my in my life like our dad had his card game that he kept going for like 10, 20 years or whatever. Like for me, I'll have great memories on vacation visiting that person or them visiting me or, um, you know, we'll have times where we try to re like we try to understand what happened to us in our youth the parties we went to in college or high school or like the social dynamics or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like without school, without sports, without like location, without uh, a free schedule, it's really hard to treat it as if those things that originally brought us together still exist. Like we can try and we could make a push to like being more honest and open and and consistent with communication. But there's, there's nothing that we can do to slow whatever feeling of isolation or whatever feeling of like a lack of connectivity that we're feeling, uh, because of, you know, a, a multitude of factors. So it's a good idea. It's just really hard to, to, execute and it's even harder to present these established dynamics as something that can like change drastically you know what I mean like we, we, we could try but it's it's not necessarily uh, it's not fair to all parties involved to suddenly be like hey man we should really you have you ever you you got the new Call of Duty, we should just squad up, right? We should squad up. Like, I guess. We never squad up before. <laughs> right. Now, I get what you're saying. Um, now, definitely. Like, I have friends, even now, who are, uh, we have, we play games together from time to time. Um, but the, he already has his set group to go mm-hmm. on the line with. So it's like whenever he's he's available and I'm available, we'll play a game, play a couple games together, and we'll just chop it up and, and, and catch up on life. Um, and this is like a friend from 2011. So, you know, this is a decade almost. And so, yeah, you're right. We don't – I mean, but it's like – but it's weird with dudes too because we really – like my the, – the, the deeper my friendships become, the less I need to interact with my male friends. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. It's weird like that for me. Yeah, yeah. 
it's it's definitely like uh, I guess for me, um, you're just trying to reconfirm things. And he's like, oh, you guys still like those dumbass jokes about animes and farts or whatever? All right, well, that's cool. I'll come for you. I'll come to you for this. And like, whenever right. you get married or whatever. Right. No, it's actually dope to have that connection to a past version of yourself that you can revisit and feel yeah. again. Right. And, and get uh, super bummed out about your lack of evolution. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't think about it that way, but okay. <laughs> oh man, I was so dumb in high school, and all these dummies from high school still reflect my dumbness in high school. Yeah, it should make you feel good if you've grown a little bit from that. If you if you've gone further than where you are, right? It doesn't make me feel good. It just feels like like it's a different meditation. You know what I mean? It's like I. To, to go into any past relationship and try to figure out if it still has those things, you're you're doing like uh, you know you're getting to the headspace of that person or that relationship. But it's also there's nothing if there's no change there, then it's just like what am I? What am I? What does this mean? What does this mean? Do I attract people who stay? The same is the nature of humanity to stay the same. What, where, where do I go from here? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess if you if you haven't evolved from that time period with your friends, I guess it shows. It shows your uh, comfortability with with you know being where you are forever, and and there's nothing wrong with those people you know who want to. You know, die in the cities, uh, or no, not die in the cities, but grew up in the same city in a small town, and know the same people their entire lives, and they die in that city. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, um, it's different mindset for sure. And if you are one of those people, then yeah, I guess you know, having you know, staying connected to friends past a certain point is painful for you because they're changed and you haven't. And then it becomes perspective about if that's what you want to deal with in the future, or do you want to change? And I don't know. I can't not change. I'm not a. I'm a change type of nigga. <laughs> I like to change sometimes. Um, but no, that was that was good. Um, man, we could talk for three minutes and go damn near to another galaxy with your dark, with your uh, black holes, <laughs> black holes of of uh, of conversational talent of. Of really getting into the nuance and underbelly of a topic. <laughs> underbelly. <laughs> you ever heard that in the conversation? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, man. All right, Brody. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, spending your some of your Sunday with us. Uh, you got a story and, and hollering at your little brother. Appreciate the gems that you've dropped. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug or anything? Any. Uh, socials you want people to follow you see you at or uh, no nah, not really <laughs> <laughs> okay um well guys listeners and storytellers this is another episode of you got a story and this is actually the 30th episode so hey congratulations thank you um so i'm actually happy about that i'm happy you guys got to have my brother back and we got to have a nice conversation about nothing at the end of the day, this is You Got a Story. I'm your host, Ultimate Motherfucker T. It's been a good one. One. Now disconnected from You Got a Story podcast.